This is Psych in the Real World. So, welcome to the first episode. Every week, we will talk about psychology in the media. We're your hosts, Himani, Kelly, Rhea, and Ashwarya. So, for today's first episode, we're going to be talking about... Drumroll! The Joker! So, have any of you watched the movie? I did watch it. I watched the movie as well. Yeah, same. So, what would you guys rate the movie, like, overall? Um, I think I would rate it, like, a 9 out of 10, because I thought it was pretty good. The acting was great. I thought it was a really good, like, childhood connection to, like, Batman and stuff, because that's what I grew up on. I never watched the Batman. Oh, really? Dang. No, I did. But even without watching the Batman, it was good. Oh, that is true. Yeah, you don't really need to, like, know about what goes on in Batman, necessarily. Rhea, what would you rate it? I would say like an 8.5, you know, it is good. The acting, chef's kiss. But honestly, it's not like the best movie, like in accuracy of mental health. Yeah, I agree with a lot of things that you said. All right, so let's talk about the backstory behind The Joker. So The Joker is a popular 2019 movie, which is based off the DC comic character, The Joker, and is played by Joaquin Phoenix. The Joker is portrayed as an evil and hurtful character. But have you ever wondered what truly went on in his past in order for him to become like this? That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I appreciate how you brought that point up because, like, no one really – everyone's so, like, quick to judge someone right when they see them. But there's always some type of backstory behind why someone became that way. Exactly. That's why you should never, like – you never know, like, what's going on with, like, someone else. You should never judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yes. Be nice to everyone. <laughs> Throughout the movie, the audience follows the main protagonist, main character vibes, Arthur Fleck, and his life as he struggles with mental health and issues within society, such as poverty and social judgment. And in psychology, we learn that society, parents, and friends all contribute to the person you become. So, yeah, Rhea, I definitely agree with your point about how, like, in psych, we learn that society, parents, and friends contribute to who we become. And I really think that Like, your parents, I feel like they really contribute to who you become because you spend your entire, like, baby life with Childhood. Yeah, childhood. (laughs) That's the word. That's the word. And, like, they, of course, you're going to, like, conform to their ideals and their principles and morals. And, like, they really contribute to, like, what personality you have. And I guess, like, your whole development, in a sense. because Yeah, yeah, because, like, you try to be so much like them. And, like, of course, like, when you're little, you're like, my parents are my, like, role models. Superheroes. Yeah, so, like, they really, yeah. So, like, I think that they, your parents definitely contribute to who you become, especially from childhood to when you're an adult. Yeah, and also with, like, friends, like, as we, like, grow up into our teen years, like, we try to spend less time with our parents and more time with our friends more. And like, we try to like copy their actions and behaviors and we become more like them and try to like string away from our parents kind of. So I think in that way we like get affected by our friends a lot. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah. I totally agree with all the things that you guys have said. So like in like society, I also feel like it contributes 
um, I feel like a lot of like stereotypes and the things that like certain ideas that we like believe in kind of shape who we become because we try to like fit in with what other people in like society are like doing. So it kind of um, affects and like how we like think about things and just like our certain ideas and like and the world yeah. around us. Yeah, yeah I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. So let's circle back to the Joker movie. Um, so circle back. In, <laughs> circle back. So in the Joker movie, um, if anyone out there has seen it, like I know we have, mm-hmm. um, you there's he suffers from a disorder where like he constantly laughs like at any random situation, and that's actually called the pseudo bulbar effect, which is the involuntary laughing and crying due to the nervous system disorder, and this is caused by like the head trauma he suffers when he was abused as a child. And in the movie, it's evident that, like, he was, like, I think when he's talking to, he's talking to someone in the movie. I completely forgot. Are you talking about, like, the bus scene where he has to, like, give the car? Yeah, that's one where he, he, like, talks about, or, like, he, we know, the audience comes to know his problem. But, like, Uh like, connecting back to his abuse, um, it's evident that, like, his mom left him tied to, like, a radiator. Yeah, that's crazy. And her boyfriend actually, like, beat him. And that's how he developed head trauma. And due to that trauma is what how he developed this disorder so the mom never did anything about it right like she just like wasn't yes. very prominent in like stopping her like boyfriend or yeah, something yeah like, like, so we're, like, i think we're gonna move on to that i think um one of us is gonna bring that up later and how like she has she suffers from her own mental illness so i guess no one can really blame her but she was pretty ignorant towards the abuse that her son was suffering and i guess like before I move on to talk about that, we can talk about how, like, having random spurts of laughter in public can really isolate a person, and how, like, if you, like, I guess we can all understand this, if you, like, randomly start laughing at a serious moment, yeah. you're definitely mm-hmm. going to be judged by, yeah, like, the people sure. around you, and, like, I guess it's really evident that society did treat him very badly due to his disorder, um, but I think one way as we can circle back to what Rhea was talking about how circle back circle back how like Rhea was talking about in the beginning of the podcast that um what's it called oh yeah that mental illness is kind of like not very um accurate in the movie uh so this disorder that he has like of course Joaquin Phoenix was trying to overemphasize it in the movie but he like won't stop laughing if that mm-hmm. makes any sense yeah but that sort of shows the uncontrollable aspect yeah so that's so, like fair yeah, yeah so like i feel like in the acting they were trying to really emphasize or like hit home the the whole point of the mm-hmm. disorder but in real life it's not actually it is a like a difficult disorder to live with but those random spurts of laughter don't like last that long and it's just a like a small inaccuracy but i can see why they needed to do that in hollywood to really like emphasize the topic yeah so one of the things that you said um i want to circle back a little bit. Circle back. <laughs> um so about how like society really like affects like how you kind of like see like somebody else i feel like even if like maybe if i saw somebody on like public like just like uncontrollably laughing like out of nowhere i'd probably be like afraid or like worried or like wondering like what's going on because i'm like it's like different and i feel like when other people are different from like normal or like to like who you not who you are not they're more tend to like judge you and like not like be like comfortable around you oh yeah definitely and that judgment is what kind of is one of his beginning steps toward what we call quote unquote joker 
like a man who's like killing people and um as you can if you guys have seen batman eventually goes on to like harm people of gotham city and batman so these are all like society really plays a part in what he eventually becomes Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes back to what himani was saying about like his backstory yeah and why he became the joker i feel like maybe like um, having like a mask or like something to kind of like hide his identity like kind of refrains people from like or refrains him from kind of um like the social judgment because he doesn't feel like as judged maybe oh what do you guys think about that yeah I, I was going to say oh sorry do you want to go ahead yeah okay <laughs> i was just going to say like even all those protesters like wearing the mask it mm-hmm. ended up becoming like a symbol of like all the issues in gotham and like how society is messed up concerning poverty and like lack of sanitation and all sorts of things like that Mm -hmm, i feel like it kind of gave him more of like a confidence because like throughout like so many years he's been dealing with like the social judgment and like so many things that like affect him in society and then when everyone was like wearing the mask and kind of like um like supporting him it kind of gave him the confidence like to be like i don't know like there's some things that he did in the movie don't want to give away a lot of spoilers Mm -hmm. but yeah and also because people began like paying attention to them and like being afraid of them and like yeah 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 it's power basically yeah yeah Yeah. but like going back to what you said it's not only like about how like social judgment but it's also like society like treats him brutally not only like mentally but like physically because i think if you guys remember in the beginning scene like a group of teenage boys are literally like beating him up Mm -hmm. for like absolutely no reason so like we can definitely see how society verbally abuses him physically abuses him and leads to like the point where he feels like he needs that kind of power that the joker has in order to like feel like a true member of society i guess or like feel Mm -hmm. like equivalent to them if that makes sense and there has been like many like violent like situations in the movie relating to him so i feel like this was like kind of his way to like gain the power in a sense because like he was dealing with so many things and then this like kind of gave him all the people wearing the mask kind of gave him an opportunity to i guess show who he is more of who he is and also when he was like getting beat up in the train by like the oh yeah guys like that's like the first time he kind of like used a gun Mm -hmm. but that was for like self-defense at first was it yeah yeah. but then it kind of like turned into anger and then he like shot everyone yeah that was like when the it was like the peak of his like like the breaking yeah Yeah, the breaking point because like i don't know they pushed him to kind of like use his gun because like First, they were, like, harassing the woman and then him. And, yeah. like, I feel like everyone, like, at the end is, like, oh, my God, why did the Joker become like this? But, like, it is society who made him that way, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. everyone just expects you to, like, be perfectly fine after they, like, bully you or something. But then, like, if you overact, they say, oh, why are you acting like that? Definitely. So there's never, like, like they never, like, reprimand themselves exactly. for causing a problem, you know? I feel like like society like wants everyone to like be and like act the same so like when there is someone different then they like start to like judge them even more and like that's where like bullying fits bullying fits in because like just like because someone is different from you you tend to like harass them or like say mean things to them just because they don't like fit into like what you think like normal yeah Yeah, Yeah. normal and then when like the crime happens because of like the victim was abused but like the rioting or just in general? Just in general. Okay. Like, that's when they, like, blame yeah. the victim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I feel like that is one accuracy in the movie, though. Like, it's a little overemphasized, but 
it, that is one like accuracy that is in the movie compared to like society about how like if anyone is different like what Himani was saying if anyone is different like society tries to push them back and make them conform because they don't want someone to be different but this movie really shows that what happens when you push someone too hard and I feel like that was definitely an accuracy yeah definitely I think the main inaccuracy is just that link between mental illness and violence but yeah, I yeah, think definitely the link to take away from this is that people who are mentally ill are more likely to become victims yeah. they're more likely yeah. to be victimized and yeah. like crimes like most crimes they're made by people who don't have mental illness yeah or any like history of it yeah yeah so circling back circling, circling back, back um to the part about pushing someone to their breaking point there are many series of events that trigger Arthur to become who he is by the end of the movie. Um, so there's many occasions of people just randomly beating him up and he gets fired from his job when a friend lies about him and he gets rejected by Thomas Wayne and mocked by his idol, Murray. And he even gets ignored by psychiatrists. Yeah, so going back to, like, Breaking Point and, like, his friends getting him fired from the job, like, I think that his Breaking Point was definitely the part where, like, he brutally, like, kills his friend. I think his name is Randall? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah Randall. Randall. So, like, he kills Randall, and Randall's the one that, like, lied to him, or lied to his boss, actually. Yeah, because Randall and, um, what's Gary. his name, Arthur, used to oh. work together. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he gave him the gun, remember? Yeah, so, like, yeah. he was, like, basically, like, adding fuel to, like, the Arthur's fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he gave him the gun, and he got him fired from his job, and he got himself killed. So, like, I feel like he... A lot of things like, added up. Yeah, so, like, I feel like that was the breaking point. Like, him killing Randall, and then, like, getting ready, or the part where he's, like, in the, the infamous part of, like, him dancing around in, like, the red suit with the Joker makeup. The oh, yeah, yeah, so, like, that was definitely him killing Randall, letting Gary go... Because mm-hmm. I feel like that part definitely, like, shows the mental positioning he is in. He's not on, like, a killing rampage. He's out for revenge. I remember one line. Um, It was he let Gary go because he said something about how, like, Gary was, like, the only nice one to him. Like, and I feel like that was, like, one of the main things that, like, Arthur struggled with. Because, like, he really felt like he, like, had no one. So I feel like he let Gary go just because he felt like he was the only like nice one yeah they could kind of relate to exactly because like see gary suffers from uh where like he is like a shorter person yeah and like and so he can't even like open doors for himself so like he can see how like society looks at him in a different way and arthur sees how like society looks at him in a different way for like laughing having the disorder Mm -hmm. and like his entire like persona in general and i feel like I don't know, that's what I kind of saw as, like, a breaking mm-hmm. point. I feel like when like, you're, like, two people that are kind of, like, outcasted by society, it's easier for you to, like, relate and kind of, like, um, kind of, like, connect. Uh, connect, yeah. yeah, like, your problems and stuff. Sorry, just one more point, actually, is, like, this just came to my mind, is that, like, so, like, everyone says, or the major, like, the stereotype is that, like, people with mental health disorders, like, act violently. I think Kelly brought it up before. But, like, as we can see in this movie he's not like acting like and people will say like mental um like illnesses people with mental illnesses are more like, prone to be violent violent and like at random situations but mm-hmm. i would just like to show that that's like not actually the situation that's happening here no, he's like not. making very like calculated like rational 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 if like, you can say rational. yeah exactly <laughs> like 
he's really thinking out all of like his killings because like he's like killing people that have hurt him in any way mm-hmm. that's why he kills murray literally in public because like yeah. of course it's a little like over the top but he's definitely like thinking about it and it's not a random attack and he's not like following the following the like society stereotype of yeah. mentally ill people yeah that's why like i also read that's why he's like he doesn't have like schizophrenia like how other people or think. bipolar disorder yeah he yeah doesn't have i think that's yeah. like two kind of sides that people mm-hmm. who like analyze the joker have like is he really mentally ill or is it like he just has society yep. made yeah yeah society made like, exactly um talking about how like all the people that he kind of hurt was like he um thought about it like when he killed murray 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 so he like this was like his idol and then when his idol was like making fun of him that kind of like triggered like the reaction and then like when randall like made fun of him and then kind of threw him under the bus saying that like oh like i don't know where this gun came from or whatever that's when like he kind of felt like hurt or whatever because it kind of contradicted when he gave him the gun to help him but then kind of didn't want to yeah betrayed him so and then the people on the uh train when they were like um being like mean to him and stuff so i guess he like attacks people or not attacks that was more self-defense self-defense yeah yeah Yeah. they were legit beating him up and like took his clown costume like there was no necessity yeah Yeah. but But that's an interesting point like overall that that's what you believe is the breaking point but i would even say if you circle back circling back to um the fact that the social program that provides him medication and therapy once government based right it was government based and the fact that that lost funding Mm -hmm. i think even the fact of like going off of meds and stuff like that definitely affected him and that could have been like the start Mm -hmm. oh definitely so kind of circling back back. (laughs) what we were like um talking about before about like society and stuff i feel like society doesn't give like recognition to like people who have like mental like illnesses and disorders and stuff because they don't see it as like a greater problem um i feel like we will talk about this a little bit later but i feel like um there's been like events in history where like they don't necessarily believe like certain disorders like exist like i know um learning one thing about in like psych class some people don't believe that the did exists which is the um, like multiple personality yeah, yeah. yeah multiple personality. Yeah. Diso- what is it no dissociative identity disorder, disorder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. i feel like um having like mental illnesses is kind of like undermined like a Very lot stigma oh yeah, yeah. stigmatized mm-hmm. yeah. for sure so i feel like taking sure, him sure, like off sure. his meds i feel like it was kind of like a way for him <laughs> to like feel like he was feeling better um there's another quote that he said but i don't exactly remember i think he said he just wanted to like feel better when he was talking to his therapist because like there's just like a lot of things going on like society and like poverty and like just like having no one so i feel like um like that really affects like him like not having meds because he thought like this was like a way for him to feel better in a sense Mm -hmm. yeah i agree Circling back, so circling, circling back. back. <laughs> Earlier, we talked about like the mom and her, like the parental influence. I think Ashwarya was the one who started that. Yeah. But and, like um, society, right? Yeah, society and like friends, who we become. And yeah, parents all influence who we become. But mm-hmm. 
So Penny, or the mom of the Joker, she has two mental illnesses that we know of based off of her file, which is narcissistic personality disorder and delusional psychosis. Now, those are big words, but don't worry about it. (laughs) So narcissistic personality disorder is the mental condition where you're very self-centered and very, um, you lack empathy for others. And I think that's like evidence of like how, that's evident in how she like neglects. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. Like oh, how, yeah, that's a good She's point. so like caught up with herself that like while her son is literally getting abused. And she needs attention for herself. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And then delusional psychosis is like, you can't really tell what's real or fake. So basically you, you're so stuck in your beliefs, but those beliefs, beliefs are Believer. fake. Believers, not believers, but those beliefs like conflict with reality. And I don't. Doesn't the Joker have something like that also? Yeah. Um. So the Joker has um erotomanic delusions. So basically, um, one of the um kind of aspects in the the movie was a relationship between him and Sophie. Sophie is someone who lives in the same like apartment complex as him and I think he met her like once but we come to find out like near like the end of the movie that they like never were in a relationship and yeah an actual relationship and everything that we like saw throughout the movie was just like a delusion of him thinking like they're like together and stuff which is crazy to like think about because it's like wow like throughout the entire time we thought it was like real and all but then we come to find out that they never happened yeah so like to go off that point like i think that the whole point that he like does that like creates this whole fake like love relationship Mm -hmm. is because like there's honestly no one out there like for him like his mom (laughs) is so like caught up with herself yeah he has no friends society basically like doesn't even him. yeah, yeah. abandons him doesn't even look at it like the government when they didn't give him like meds yeah kind of, like, so even like give him funding yeah so yeah. Like, no one is there for him so like of course like he's gonna like hallucinate a relationship up and like cook it up in his mind cook it up because like if no one's there for you you're gonna be like so upset like if mm-hmm. i just have to sit alone at lunch i start getting like sad Same. so like if Relatable. imagine him who's like literally like no one is there for him like his own family members aren't there for him and even like his dad like is like not even in the picture he's not like work yeah at work like and like his mom like makes up this whole story about like who his real dad is and like Mm -hmm. everyone just like rejects him so like if you get so much rejection like no one can even handle that yeah she was like the first person who kind of like smiled at him yeah exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. she was like i guess he took that like small gesture of kindness and like made up and made into something yeah yeah like he has no one and he just wanted someone so but what's creepy is that at the end where he like walks into her apartment and is like pew 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 like the like her? thing that they did in like the elevator. Yeah. Do you think that was real or fake? I don't know. Is it like, real feel, maybe? Because like the very first time it could have been real. Like, but, haha, yeah, I'm but so she quirky, wasn't like, like yeah. oh, kids are yeah. gonna be exhausting. But I think he thought of it as like an inside joke to like carry throughout. But it was just <laughs> oh like God. a. Like a simple gesture like, or whatever. Yeah, I feel like when he did the little gun thing with his hands, it happened like I feel like two or like three times like in the movie. But I feel like the second time when he did it, she didn't she was like like weirded yeah. out by it. So I was like yeah. wondering if that was like actually real or he like made that up too. But I feel like it might have been real because that's when he started like coming up with all these like relationship 
type. It could have even been foreshadowing. We really don't know. Foreshadowing, <laughs> foreshadowing to what? Him, with, like the him with the gun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't know. I actually I, think that. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I'm kind of scared because I was like, because uh, like, I don't know. He was like walking around stalking this family, like this mother and daughter. And then he's like, pew, pew, like, are they dead? Are they alive? What happened? You know, I just want to yeah. know. Mm-hmm. If anyone in the audience knows, <laughs> audience. someone come find me and tell me because I want to know. Comment on our Insta. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah go follow her Instagram. Yeah, go follow her Insta. <laughs> it's called Hark Psych. Hark Psych. That's it. Oh, yeah. 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 So okay. you can find us on that. We'll follow you back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll follow you back. But yeah, I guess like if you like, we can move on to like how I remember uh, Rio was talking about like how his mom has like narcissistic personality disorder and other types of problems and like how that kind of neglect is what I guess sparked this conversation right now about how like I guess overall like neglect and like social rejection and things like that kind of push influence and affect people yeah child development do you think like the mom like experience like certain um similarities like with Arthur like with being like rejected and stuff I don't well, she could have, because I think she also got abused, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. And then the whole issue with Thomas Wayne being, like, the illegitimate father, that could be a delusion, but True. it could also be, like, like oh, because he's such, like, a influence, like, he's such a powerful figure, yeah. he could have been, like, oh, no, she's crazy, like. Yeah. I just don't like the mom, you know? Like, <laughs> what kind of mom is like that? I just don't like her. Well, mm-hmm. she was dealing with some stuff. She has but, issues, but, yeah, like, yeah. like I don't know. Like, if I set all that aside, I just don't like her character. Like, I'm sorry. Fair Why? enough. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. If, <laughs> if my mom just tied me to a radiator, I would not take care she of her the next day. Or, like, yeah, sorry, she like, did tie him. And she just, like, stood there and was like, sure. Yeah. yeah. I like, feel like it, they mm-hmm. should have given a little bit more background in what happened with the mom so we could get more sense of, like, her character. Because yeah. there could have been other things, like, where maybe, like, she was not in the right mindset to like help him or like maybe like she was being like threatened not to help him or something like i feel like there could have been something like that yeah. i don't know in conclusion get therapy <laughs> get therapy <laughs> which like, arthur can't even get because yeah. of the government yeah, it's that's a big issue like if if arthur was more affected by like his mom or like society yeah so he could have known like more how affected he was from his mom actually yep. All right, so another, like, ongoing theme um, relating to, like, societal pressures is that we always have to be, like, happy all the time. And then when we aren't happy or, like, we're, like, upset, it kind of becomes, like, this huge thing and kind of disregarded when we aren't really happy. Um, So I feel like when, when people only care about, like, what we look like on the outside and not really on the inside and they only want to, like, be around you, like, when you're happy or like smiling but then like when you're upset there's like some people who like abandon you or don't want to be near you because of like I guess the energy that you have is like negative or I mean it just like doesn't like having a smile on your face doesn't really like determine if you're like actually happy or not um relating to the joker um it's kind of ironic because he wants to be um happy and he wants to smile and um he wants to become like happy because of like himself uh, have like his, becoming a comedian and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but instead, he's kind of like stuck with like this condition, and he's like forced to laugh, which kind of like contradicts the idea of like how he's 
not really happy, but he's laughing because he's like nervous or like anxious In or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of like to go off that point. Like also, his mom like he she doesn't call him like Arthur. Like she only calls him like Happy. Like as mm-hmm. like his name as his identity. So, yeah. So yeah. I feel like her saying like Happy, come here, Happy, do this for me. Like subconsciously, she's like emphasizing that he like has to be happy do you know what i mean yeah Yeah, like invalidating his like other emotions exactly yeah Yeah. so like again like going back to the circling back to the topic about how like like parents have a big influence on you like his mom constantly like reiterating happy 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 yeah like remember when he like spray painted the sign at the end yeah yeah Yeah. like have a smile on your face don't forget the smile and then he erased the The, forget to yeah and it's like don't Don't smile smile. Yeah. yeah so like and also like his entire persona the joker is based off of laughing and having a smile that's why he paints a smile on his face mm-hmm. so even if he's not feeling like happy he's always going to have that like permanent smile like painted mm-hmm. on his face mm-hmm. it's like subconsciously all these people like are affecting him and making him feel like he's not a happy person but like he's forced to be happy you mm-hmm. know what i mean so, yep. mm-hmm. yeah i feel like when you like think of like the word joker like what comes to your mind like smiling like laughing a clown yeah clown. <laughs> yeah just like someone that like i guess tries to like make other people happy but then like in this it just like he's like happy but he's not happy and then like um his like when he does this whole thing with like the clowns and the masks and stuff kind of like contradicts the idea of like what everyone kind of perceived like a joker actually is yeah. i guess yeah. i guess like deep thoughts like he's happy for someone else not for himself yeah, where he's, he's trying happy, to be happy. happy being someone else. Yeah, Ooh, I guess. He's, he's trying to be someone that he's truly not. Yeah. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Deep. Okay. All right. So to conclude this episode, we want to ask you guys some questions. So do you think that the Joker actually suffers from these mental conditions? Or do you think the disorders he has are an over-exaggerated or false impression of mental disorders? I think in general, another question could be, do you guys think there's a misrepresentation of mental disorders in society? And another general question is, how do you guys think that psychology is portrayed in the media? You can let, let us, us know, know on our Instagram at harkpsych or our email. You could shoot us an email at harkpsych at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening! listening.